Welcome to The Pastor and the Counselor, where each week I sit down with counselors from In Him Christian Wellness to talk about life issues, mental health, and ways to intentionally pursue Jesus right in the middle of our struggles. Relational, practical, and full of great conversations, I guarantee it will be 30 minutes of your time well spent. Well, good day, everybody. Welcome to the Pastor and the Counselor. This is Pastor Ryan, and I am joined today by Corinne and AJ from In Him Christian Wellness, and it is so good to have both of you today. We've kind of, we've let John spread his wings and fly (laughs) for today, and uh, so he'll be back on another episode of the Pastor and the Counselor, but really good to be with you guys. Thanks for jumping in today. Yeah, thanks, Ryan. Hello. (laughs) You've been uh, AJ. This is your this is your second uh, second recording third. day. Is it your third recording day? Yeah, because I did the ones around Christmas. That's I true. Think. Yeah. So good to have you. Thanks. Yeah, I yeah, love it. If you got <laughs> if you haven't got a chance to know uh, know AJ and Corinne, they're both here in Carlisle, and uh, part of our Carlisle side. And AJ, you're now a, a new possibility potential working up in Halifax. Yes, I'm there on Tuesdays now. That's awesome. So church up in Halifax uh, looking to partner and so Mm -hmm. opened up some space. And so that's been that's been a new venture for the last, what, month, two months now? Yeah, I think um, before like early December, I started there. So yeah, yeah, it's getting it's getting pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Love, 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 love seeing, you know, just the provision of more opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, like I think just continuing to like eliminate the barrier of it's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. I think so many, there's a stigma, right? Like, oh, like if you're going for counseling, if you're going to see somebody, there's got to be something really wrong with you. And we need to continue to break down that barrier that no, like it, talking to someone is really, really good mm-hmm. and really, really needed. So. Love. We're glad to partner with our churches, yeah. just like with NLC, right? Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. example it for is. future churches Yeah, to partner with. Yeah, it's really good. Well, today um, we want to talk about in this episode something that's new, Corinne, to <laughs> not new in the sense of that it's not something that we, but n- new in your thinking and kind of putting together um, that we want to dig into and talk about. So I'm going to, I'm going to let you get us kicked off with the kind of the, where we're headed. And then AJ and I are going to ride your coattails, uh, in All right. there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we weren't sure what we were going to talk about today. So when I was thinking about things that I've noticed in sessions recently, I noticed a theme coming up of, I guess what we'll call emotional absorption. Right. So this is not a new thing, like Ryan was saying, but it's something that I've been wrapping my head around as I've noticed more and more clients kind of sharing how they are negatively affected by the emotions of the people around them, and that they have kind of a hard time separating out their own emotions and taking on those of the people that they are with. Mm. Right. So most often with negative emotions, mm-hmm. right, if somebody is really down then also feeling down, or if somebody's really angry, kind of having that impact your own mental state, right? Mm, yeah. Just having a hard time knowing the difference between being sympathetic and kind of understanding and being with someone and then actually feeling it for them, 
right? Yeah. So I've had a lot of clients actually really struggling to know mm. how to separate and not absorb the emotions of other people. So like literally they're at work and somebody's angry, somebody's venting. Mm -hmm. They're like finding themselves feeling and experiencing the anger. Right. Or irritation or so just something. Their mood is then affected by the people around them when mm. maybe it doesn't even have anything to do with them. Right. And that's really what we're talking about. Sometimes there are times where somebody is angry with you and that is definitely going to impact you. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it's other people in your house are fighting. Right. Or other people are upset around you and it has nothing to do with you. And yet you end up feeling badly for the rest of the day. Yeah. Right. Or it, mm. it affects your mood in some way. So more than just the, I guess the, I'm trying to just think through and maybe our listeners are would be thinking mm -hmm. through like, so it's different than a moment of empathizing mm -hmm. where, where I feel your pain, mm -hmm. but I'm not maybe experiencing the emotional effect. But we're talking about somebody mm -hmm. who literally mm -hmm. begins to sit in, experience, right. take on. Be kind of like a sponge. Mm. <laughs> so we talked, to, I've talked about with some of my clients recently, right? The idea that you can still be with people and sit with them and feel for them without necessarily taking on mm -hmm. some of it, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. One of the things I'm, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, thinking of immediately is, um, so some people are just feelers. Yeah. So like yeah. it, there, there's maybe some personality that mm -hmm. plays into this. There's, you know, maybe your own hurts, wounds, hang-ups that can play into this. Yeah. Um, what are some of the other things that you think play into um, being a person who may absorb or, um, mm -hmm. you know? Well, I think it can change for certain people. That's actually one of the places I like to go is talk with people about, well, what function might this be serving for you, right? Mm. Why are you maybe finding yourself doing this? And sometimes people have found that they need to match emotions so that there's peace, Right. Oh, that people okay, get yeah. upset mm. if they're not matching, right? Yeah. <laughs> if somebody's angry and you're really chipper and happy, you know, they might lash out at you then, right? right? Yeah. So they have to kind of match. At least that's been one of the things that has come up for a couple of yeah. people, right? That it, it's safer to match and feel bad sometimes. Interesting. That is really an interesting... Because I would think, I guess... Well, AJ, you, yeah, what are you thinking? <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I didn't really think about that of like, you have to match like maybe your partner's energy in order to help mm -hmm. diffuse, but then they feel better. And then you're kind of stuck with anger that maybe you weren't feeling, but now you have. So mm -hmm. I always go to like healthy, like healthy coping skills of well, what are you going to do then with that emotion? But mm. we can get into that like maybe later, but mm -hmm. yeah, that's an interesting, it's like, it's a step beyond empathy of kind of like, taking out your responsibility, now I have to fix someone yeah. or repair. Mm -hmm. I wonder if, like, <clears throat> I wonder if some of that may come from, like, um, genuineness or authenticity is also, like, so the only way I can be authentic or genuine in mm -hmm. my being with you is to feel what you're feeling. And so, yeah. so then, like, some of that taking on is for the purpose of, like, being genuine. And yeah. connecting. Mm. I've had a couple of people also, when we've been exploring this, kind of share about how 
if they're not feeling what the other person is feeling, they feel like they're not helping or that they can't connect. They don't know what to say. So it's kind of a way of trying to be closer with the person, right? So it's not a bad intention, right? But then sometimes you're left kind of feeling somebody else's hurts and wounds when maybe they're not yours. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then do they, do they somehow like, so as you're maybe talking with someone, they could actually become like manifest into Mm -hmm. places of hurt and woundedness. Right. Possibly, mm-hmm. you know, as I take that on, it almost feels like it's mine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If if we don't, I would think if we don't figure out a way to to not do that, then the more absorption, like I'm thinking of a, the sponge analogy. So the you more... You can only hold so much. Right, before <laughs> yeah. it starts to run over. And I guess mm-hmm. I would think of that as like, so the more I take on, mm-hmm. eventually like it's going to become mm-hmm. like an issue. Right, yeah, and then like how do I separate this knot of emotion of what's mine, what's not, what do I keep, what do I get rid of? And kind of that can be very messy kind of mm-hmm. walking through. Yeah. So now that we've opened up the <laughs> you know, like we've opened up good question. We we've stuck the sponge in the bucket and it's yeah. absorbing. What do you, so how are you helping people, Corinne? And yeah. and AJ jump mm-hmm. in too. Yeah. Um you know and and then when's the book gonna come out? Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like No, not a writer, not a writer. But I do. So one of those first questions is like what I said, figuring out maybe why, right? Mm -hmm. This started for some reason, right? Your intentions might have been good. It might have been to keep the peace, whatever the case, right? Figuring out why you're doing that, Mm -hmm. figuring out if there's a way to still be with people, right? And connect with them without and still being able to separate, right? Your own feelings. Because it does, it gets confusing after a while. Right. People who are sponges then sometimes lose themselves a little bit. Yeah. Like, what am I actually feeling about this? Yeah, right? what, are, what are my <laughs> what, feelings and are what mine? are others? Yeah. Right? So that's a bit of the untangling that we do. And then uh, one of our favorite words is boundaries. Yep. We talk about <laughs> that, right? Mm-hmm. Figuring out then, okay, if this is what's currently happening, you know, in my, in my interactions with other people, how can I set some boundaries to still be present and available but also know when it's too much or when I'm taking something on that's not mine. Hmm. I just, as you said, untangle, um, you know, part of our setup is a lot of chords, (laughs) right? And, um, and all these chords go in, we have a, we have a podcast toolbox that all the chords and everything gets stored in. And it, and um, originally, you know, we just put all the chords in the box, you pull them out and somehow chords always get tangled, right? And so we're like, this is frustrating because every time we have to set up for the podcast, <laughs> you know, we're untangling cords. And so we got these neat little Velcro, Velcro straps <laughs> that go around each cord. All the cords still go in the same box, but they aren't getting tangled anymore mm-hmm. because we're, we've got them each individually kind of like held together by these Velcro straps. And I kind of think about what what you just said the the being able to untangle and understand like that piece is really when i when i know what's mine and what's not mine then it's like i'm putting the velcro strap around the cord it doesn't mean i'm not going to be in relationships but i'm going to start to be able to discern what's mine mm-hmm. and what's someone else's and that that way then i can enter back into relationship without yeah. picking up 
their mm -hmm. stuff. So that step, I imagine there's a lot of work to do though, potentially mm -hmm. in, in just like being honest and vulnerable and processing. Yeah, I'm thinking one of the tools I like to use a lot is the emotion wheel, which you can have Google, it's free. And it it's a wheel and it kind of starts with the bigger emotions of like anger, sadness, joy, and then like as you work your way outward, it gets into like very specific emotions of like maybe sadness, sorrow, depression, rage. Um, and so kind of using like the analogy of kind of the Velcro that wraps around the cord, being able to identify which emotions can help kind of start untangling of like, okay, what's mine, what's not? Um, so kind of doing like a self inventory almost mm. of what, what am I feeling? And then going a little bit further, of like have I been feeling this the entire time? What do I do about this emotion? Mm. How do I display it? Kind of doing some inner work. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's like grief or sadness, mm. like, so why am I feeling sad? Well, if we do an inventory, it's like, well, I've not really experienced anything right, yeah. where sadness is a part of my world, but whoa, I was talking with my, mm -hmm. you know, friend the other day and, or this person and like, they're going through this really hard time of grief. Maybe I'm actually like some of my feeling yeah. is, mm -hmm. is what, what they're feeling. And we had a conversation and is that the kind of thing you're talking about? Like, yeah, absolutely. To, yeah. yeah. And then like even going further, like, okay, I'm feeling sad because they're going through this really like awful situation, but I'm also feeling helpless in it because I can't do anything to fix that. And then knowing, okay, so that, like, I have a tendency of wanting to fix and soothe whenever they're around. Mm. So knowing how much I'm going to give up, I'm going to listen, but I'm not going to take on as much. We're, kind of know what to leave at the door. It's that sounds like, like a boundary. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, that's yeah. pretty awesome. I have a different example. Yeah. Um, not of something to do, but something that maybe people can relate to. Sometimes being around certain people who are anxious mm. tend to make us anxious, mm -hmm. right? Mm. If you're around somebody yeah. that's really high strung and really stressed <laughs> out, all of a sudden all of your tasks start to feel more stressful too, mm. right? Yeah. And so that's a, that's a completely different example than sadness or anger, but another way to kind of look at what is what am I feeling anxious about and is this normal for me, right? Is this my baseline? Is this yeah. my general status, right, mm. to dealing with tasks or is maybe something else impacting my view of things right now, right? Yeah, I wonder, so in as you're, as you're thinking about this, how often, and maybe this isn't a fair question, so just, if it's not, like, just say, you know, like, no, that's not a fair question. But I guess what I'm trying to, trying to get at is I wonder if, um, I don't know that I've ever sat with somebody and said, I want you to take on my stuff. <laughs> um, so how do we, like, we take on, but I wonder, is there hidden or unspoken kind of like expectations sometimes that come from the other person that play into this or am I, or am I just digging in a ditch that doesn't need to be you know kind of like unearthed no that's good. That, that, that's not a question I guess for the sponges before the fire hose I don't know hmm. the perpetrators hmm. that's kind of a negative but yeah how do I know if I'm the person who's kind of giving too much that's a good question I'm want to sit with for a minute. Okay. <laughs> I think 
like you said, Ryan, most people don't go into being vulnerable and sharing what they're going through with the expectation that somebody else is going to yeah. um, take on their emotions. Mm. They want someone to hear them and understand them, and they want to be seen and heard and understood, yeah. but they don't necessarily want to. I would say most people mm-hmm. don't necessarily want to transfer their negative stuff yeah or just their emotion right right? yeah it that isn't maybe always the case i think maybe there are some times where people are angry and they want other people around them to also Mm -hmm. then be miserable right there is a couple of examples of that yeah i'm suffering so you should suffer too yeah Yeah, but i would say that's not i i would imagine that's not the majority and i think that's where i was going like I, i think there's just a part of this of being able to say people aren't expecting me to feel yeah. their stuff. Mm-hmm. So so this process can be, like it doesn't need to necessarily start with looking at the other person's intentions. Mm-hmm. We can literally, why do I feel the way I feel? And then, mm-hmm. and then circle back around to, well then I, there's a boundary or there's a decision that I need to make mm-hmm. as I, as I'm walking with people, yeah. it's more about me, me than it is actually the other person. Right. Most of the in, time, I would say in this case, yeah, yeah. most of the cases where, or, or at least what I've been noticing, yeah. it's been a lot more about the person realizing, hey, I'm having these feelings, and I don't really know, you know, how to not let my mood mm-hmm. be impacted when other people are upset. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so good. It's so interesting because I, again, it, we. And it's such a good thing. I think maybe even from a culture, you know, societal thing, like I feel like this is a good conversation Mm -hmm. because I think sometimes we can, you know, we're so maybe trained trained or to to be more robotic. Um, Whereas this is actually like saying, like it's somebody being really in touch Mm -hmm. with with where they're at. And that's, I mean, that's really good. So I feel like it's a really good thing. Um, I think, you know, societally for sure, but also this is especially relevant, I think, for Christians because we are called to bear each other's burdens and be mm-hmm. with other people, right? So it, I find that it's happening more often with people who are genuinely trying to support mm. other people, right? right. <laughs> and to be there with them, and then all of a sudden are not taking care of themselves or knowing how to separate them anymore. Yeah. Mm. So there's this like win, um, right? It's not a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like feelings are okay. It's, yeah. Community is going deeper, mm-hmm. and so it's really saying, you know. And I, I love how you tied that in because I was thinking earlier, like when Jesus said, like, like if you're, ti- are you feeling tired? Are you feeling worn, out? worn out? Are you feeling burned out? Are you feeling like, you know, then come away with me, and I'll give you rest. Um, you know, take my yoke upon you, take my burden upon you, um, you know, for it's easy. And so there's this place of, I think, you know, again, like recognizing and realizing like Jesus, you know, God feels. Mm -hmm. God's not absent from, and and he feels the pain. He knows the, one of my favorite (laughs) verses when I'm, especially when I'm walking with a family, um, you know, through grief or whatnot, And I could talk about that as a part of this too, uh, but is Jesus wept? Absolutely. You know, and the fact that it, did he he knew, but at the same time he witnessed and he was a part of and he felt he felt the pain of you know Mary and Martha and their brother had just died and 
So he felt the sadness and sorrow, but he didn't absorb it. Mm -hmm. He walked with them through it. Um, and I think that, you know, that's a, just another good example for us mm -hmm. uh, to not. I, it's really good. Any other thoughts? Yeah. I was going to say just one thing to keep in mind and help perspective is what we as counselors do and, and hopefully pastors, right, and people do, you know, in the helping perspective professions, we remind ourselves that we can't work harder than the person mm -hmm. themselves on their own life. Yeah, right? I said that to so somebody like, this morning. Right. Yeah. 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 We we can't be more angry than somebody else yeah. at what's going on in their life. Mm -hmm. Right. Or we can't be more anxious or we can't be more, you know, whatever, yeah. whatever emotion it is than yeah. the person that is feeling it. Yeah. Right. So we got to check ourselves there. And if we are, yeah. then that's where there's a problem. Yeah. yeah. And that's what I was going to say then to plug us a little bit of like counseling is a really good tool for that mm -hmm. to be able to come to kind of like a safe place untangle everything with someone you're comfortable with or even maybe with like a pastor or a mentor or a friend to someone that can help you untangle a little bit yeah yeah i love that you brought up like the um the wheel the mm -hmm. emotion wheel so there's tools that can get us started but again sometimes you start untangling and it can open up, you know, it can open up a lot of things Absolutely. as to, you know, like, why do I take it on? And, mm -hmm. and those things are really good. And that's where in him really does, you know, you folks come in to play and being able to help um, process. And, you know, I, I, one of the things I love about this topic, Corinne, and just how you're talking about it is sometimes we can make things bigger than they necessarily are in, you know, and they might be, but at some point, like I, I hear you, and as we're talking around the table, there's a sense of like, this can be something that can be, you know, pretty quickly, you know, um, not fixed, but talked through and visualized, and there's ways to get around this, you know, and, and through it, and then continue to walk with people. So it's not like the boundaries need to be, I'm going to stop going right, deeper exactly. in community. <laughs> It's actually no. There's you can go deeper in community with some, mm -hmm. with some perspective, with some understanding, with some real self realizations, and then some boundaries around what that's going to look like. Mm -hmm. really it's definitely possible. You yeah. can still really be there for people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you don't necessarily need to have have it go with you the rest yeah. of the day. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to soak it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so say no to sponges. Certain <laughs> <laughs> new, like, yeah. tagline. <laughs> grab, grab a scrub, scrub daddy, but not a sponge, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks, everybody, for joining us on today's episode. Look forward to having you with us again on another episode of The Pastor and the Counselor. Hey everyone, thank you for joining us for this episode of The Pastor and the Counselor. I want to encourage you to reach out to In Him Christian Wellness if you need to talk or if you know someone else that may be in crisis or could use a counselor, their website, inhimchristianwellness.org. You'll also find uh, the link in the Pastor and Counselor description. Take care until next time.